0: Hey guys, I'm Maddie, and I'm Caitlin, and we're spilling the tea on our struggles in order to spread hope, faith, and joy.
1: In today's episode, we're spilling the tea on anxiety. Hey everyone, it's our first episode.
0: We are so excited to be sharing this podcast with you guys. And in order to kick things off, we're going to be telling you guys a little bit about ourselves and how we met and all that. Yeah, all the good stuff. So, basically, we met in middle school. We mm-hmm. met through dance. And I had been dancing at the studio basically forever, mm-hmm. since I was three. And she was new. I was and a newbie. she came into class. And the friend group that I was in at the time kind of just, like, welcomed her in mm-hmm. and
1: yeah that's kind of like where we met first of all and then a few years down the line when I was a sophomore and she was a freshman which was last year freshman. <laughs> which, which was last year um we became super close um we just kind of connected at one of our friend's birthday parties mm-hmm. and our friendship grew from there I think we realized how similar we were yeah. in a lot of ways and um Just kind of bonded over Mm -hmm. our similarities, I guess.
0: Yeah, because we, like, up until this point, we knew enough, um, but we had never really gotten to know each other on, like, a personal level. Yeah. So we kind of, that night at our friend's birthday party, we kind of got to know more, and after that, we kind of... Became best friends. Yeah, basically. So now we're here. Yeah. And we've done a lot since then. We
1: went to Florida together. We did. We hang out, like, all the time. Yeah, we're pretty introverted people, um, and so it was just kind of good to meet each other and have someone to hang out with all the time, mm-hmm. um, and just lean on each other when we need each other. I think that's the best thing about our friendship.
0: Yeah, and we're kind of each other's like only friends. Like we have other friends, right. but we're, we're not definitely, like totally lonely. But we're definitely closest with each other. and yes. if I had to pick someone to hang out with, it would definitely be her.
1: Ditto. So let's talk about some of our similarities, because we have a lot of them, and that'll kind of let you get to know us personally.
0: Yeah, so obviously we had the fact that we were both dancing in common. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else.
1: <laughs> I guess we just, I guess we just have, like, similar personalities. Yes, we really Not do. Not necessarily, like, our favorite things are similar, but I think just how we clicked was mm-hmm. so unique, and I feel like if you have a best friend, you know. Yeah, Like. And- how similar you are and how close you can become. Right, and we're able to,
0: like, match each other's energies, and we just, I don't know, we just get each other, I guess. Like, we understand the other person, and I think when we initially started to find out more things about each other, we just kind of realized that, like, you know, not everything is the same about us, obviously, but we just have very similar outlooks on life
1: Mm -hmm. and just... We Think the same, I guess, in a yeah. way. So, like sometimes we'll say the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. So, it's funny, We're it's really funny. We also like laugh the same now. We're very, my insane. mom one time I laughed and she's like, That was Caitlin's laugh. And I was mm-hmm. like, Well, I'm around here like all the oh, yeah. time, so and my laugh is superior,
0: so <laughs> you have to you can't really help but pick it up, right? So, what honestly, I'm not really sure. I think it was probably like that night or mm-hmm. sometime after that that we both realized that we had anxiety and had both been diagnosed with anxiety and were both struggling with it at the time and still now but we kind of realized that that was one big similarity we both had
1: yeah i think that helped us connect on a deeper level because mm-hmm. we could start having deeper conversations about how we were feeling like what our struggles were in life mm-hmm. and That helped us grow as friends, but also to be able to be there for each other um, in a different way, because you can have similarities, but when you have the same issues and problems and struggles, that's when you really connect. And so we started talking about, you know, some of the things we were anxious about, and they were similar, and some things were different. So Mm -hmm. kind of talk about like, maybe your specific um, struggles with anxiety and how they're different than mine. But yeah, kind of go into that.
0: So I was initially diagnosed with anxiety when I was in I think fifth grade and I remember the reason that I went in to get diagnosed was because I had a really hard time sleeping. I'd always worry about you know I'd always worry that something would happen during the night or I wouldn't wake up or I wouldn't get enough sleep or I wouldn't sleep at all and Mm -hmm. it was just a downward spiral with all of those thoughts about sleeping. And I just I remember I would always think the worst would happen, like in just in life in general, I would always think the worst possible outcome was going to happen. And it would make me really, really worried. And so I went in and I got diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, and I was put on medicine for it. Um, But in the recent years, like as I've grown up, the main thing that makes me anxious is like social situations and social anxiety is probably the best way to describe what I have now. Mm -hmm. And so basically, I just worry a lot about what people think of me. I worry if I'm good enough. I worry, you know, whenever I'm in social situations, I have a hard time getting out of my head and just being in the moment because I'm constantly thinking I'm saying the wrong thing or I'm doing the wrong thing. Or why did I just say that? Like people don't like you now. And so Just a lot of, I think, overthinking in the sense of I don't need to think all those thoughts when I'm in in public. Like, it's not that big of a deal, but my brain kind of convinces me that, you know, you say one thing and everyone hates you. And so that's what I really struggled with in my, like, teenage years is definitely more social. So, yeah, that's my story. So you want to share yours?
1: Sure. So I have similarities when it comes to Caitlin, um, with being diagnosed. And so when I was younger, I would also have trouble, trouble sleeping. Um, but it was more for separation anxiety. And so I would have a hard time sleeping away from my parents, not even at sleepovers, but sometimes even in my own home, I couldn't sleep in my own bedroom, I would have to sleep in the hallway, so I could be close to their bedroom. And so I would literally sleep there for weeks until I could get back to my bed. And then I would eventually end up on the floor again in the hallway. And so, my mom realized that I had separation anxiety, and so we went to a counselor, and I was diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, same as Caitlin, and so I was also put on meds a few years after I was diagnosed, and in my recent years, in my teenage years, I have struggled with um, basically just feeling overwhelmed in hard situations, especially when it comes to having enough time to do everything. And so, when there's a lot on my plate, when there's school, and then I had dance, um just day-to-day activities, I would just feel overwhelmed, and i feel like I couldn't get everything done. And even today, you know, I was babysitting, and there was, like, just so much going on. I had to take care of two kids. One was going inside, one was in the backyard, and I got overwhelmed because I couldn't be in two places at once. I felt like I couldn't do it. I felt like just everything was going wrong. And so, like you said, you know, I thought the worst. I was so overwhelmed, and I thought the worst. And so I worried, and I got anxious. And that's kind of where I am with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's mostly situational. It's mostly when stuff is just really overwhelming. Mm-hmm. So those are our main sources of anxiety, mm-hmm. I guess.
0: And I think the one thing specifically that I, no- like, I noticed we have in common about our anxiety, although we have different triggers, is how we both get really overwhelmed mm-hmm. when something happens that makes us anxious. We kind of shut down Yeah. And- it's just hard for us to kind of overcome that. And I think that's one of the things that I really like about having Maddie as a friend is that she gets the, like, feeling like everything is crashing down. Yeah. Because some friends that I have that don't struggle with anxiety don't know what it feels like to physically feel like you can't do anything. Like, right. Like, feeling like everything's crumbling, but it's not actually. Yeah. And so that's the one thing I
1: think is really good about our friendship is that she, like, gets that. And Mm -hmm. she understands that. Yeah. And I think we give each other space, too. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes we'll hang out at nights, and one of us will be feeling, like, Mm -hmm. not the best. And we'll be like, hey, like, I'm not feeling great right now. I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of anxious. Like, can we, you know, end hanging out tonight, hang out tomorrow, maybe? Mm -hmm. And we're always very, I don't know, just kind of compassionate to Mm -hmm. each other in that sense. Yeah. So
0: another thing that we talked about a lot in our friendship, and we still talk about obviously because we're making podcasts, podcast, but we talked about religion, and I remember one day, I think we were sitting at like a Panera, and yeah. we started talking about like church and just mm-hmm. all of that, and so I think it's important for us to talk about kind of our own personal faith backgrounds. Yeah. Um, And then kind of how we came together and how we have been growing on our faith journey together ever since. So do you want to start talking about your background?
1: Yeah, so my home is a Christian home. I've always grown up with um, church and Christian parents and just that kind of mindset. Um, And so that's been really beneficial to me just to grow up that way. But also, sometimes it's hard to take your faith your own when you're growing up with it in your face all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And so for me, it was really hard when I was younger to really truly understand what it meant. Um, I really just thought it meant going to church and being good and kind of just doing everything that they told you to do, Um, which isn't the case when it comes to your faith. And so when I was about 13, I decided to make it, make my faith more personal and just have a deeper connection with God. Um, And so... Once I started to go to my church that I'm at now, um, I truly felt God, like, pulling on my heart and telling me to apply my faith and to reach out to other people and help others and, I guess, just not keep my faith to myself. And, um, and so around that time, I decided to ask Caitlin. We had that conversation mm-hmm. that she was talking about, you know, like, what was her religion? what, Where was she at with her faith? Because um, I was just starting my journey. Mm-hmm. And she was kind of in an in-between phase, so you can kind of talk about that if you want, or like your background first.
0: So my story is pretty similar to Maddie's in the sense that I was raised in a Christian household, but my family was Catholic, which is a little bit different than Christianity, but not too different, so I still believed in God and everything like that, and I actually went to Catholic school, and I got um, my first communion, and I got confirmed even, in the Catholic church. And I always believed in God, but I, I just never really felt that connected to him. You know, nothing against like Catholics, you know, you can express your faith in whatever way. But for me, I just felt like the way that they worshiped wasn't, it didn't really connect me. Yeah, I knew God was there. I knew he like did great things, but I just didn't feel it in my own life. And so I ended up Not going to church very often with my family. I'd go on, like, holidays and stuff, but I just wasn't that into it. And so when Maddie told me about her church, I was really interested to go. Even if I didn't like it, I just wanted to experience, you know, another way of worshiping. Because I had never really experienced that before. You just didn't know, you know? Right. And so I decided to go with her. And basically, the rest is history. Like, we started going together. And I think, like, you started going a lot more, like, when I went. Or I don't know if that's true. Yeah,
1: Like, I think at first I was just excited to have someone with me. Yeah. So it kind of got me better into Mm -hmm. it. We did take a break for a few few months almost of, like, not going. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And, like, I don't really know why. I think we were just busy. And I think it was summer. And sometimes that happens Mm -hmm. in the summer um, Mm -hmm. where you get busy. And, I mean, that's just the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. we're just being real with you. Yeah. Um, but once we got back in the fall, like, that's when our faith truly grew, I feel mm-hmm. like. um, And to kind of connect this with anxiety, do you want to talk about how we've connected it and kind of the ways we cope with it through our faith?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, I had always believed in God, but going to the church that I do now, it's really challenged my faith and challenged yeah. me to, like, look deeper into the word, and to just kind of be more connected. Yeah. And I know for me personally, that has helped immensely when it comes to anxiety. For sure. And not even in the sense of, like, just church, but just having a community around me that understands and that cares for me. And, like, we are in a small group together, and I know that every single leader, every single student... Has my best interest in mind, and so for me, just like that surface level like friendship, is really really beneficial when it comes to anxiety, and I just feel really like loved and cared for.
1: Yeah, and so yeah, like I think community is super important when it comes to anxiety because it's good to have people to lean on um, when you're in those hard times, um, especially when you don't want to. To have people who reach out. And they're like, hey, you're loved. Hey, like, what can I do to help you? What can I pray for? And praying for each other as friends and praying for other people in your small group, um, that just makes life easier. And it might not be perfect because as Christians, our lives aren't perfect. We still deal with anxiety. It's, I don't think it'll ever truly be gone. But it's eased up a lot because we have God on our side and we have each other, um, you know, leaning on God. And our friendship to overcome something so big that we can't control.
0: Yeah, I know for me, just people reaching out and showing that they care about me definitely helps. But another thing that I think has really changed my anxiety, um, it hasn't obviously cured it, but it's helped it a lot, is just kind of connecting with God on more of a personal level. like. Yeah. What I do personally that really helps me connect is write down my prayers because we were talking about this yesterday. We both have a hard time praying in our heads. And I think that's just because, you know, you have so many thoughts going and all the time you're thinking of other things. And so putting all your thoughts into words, whether you are praying or you just want to write down what you're feeling, it kind of helps process it all. And I know for me, I'm able to kind of get out all my thoughts and get out all my prayers to God in like a concise way and so so I think praying and kind of building and deepening that personal relationship with God is really important because he is on your side. And while he is the savior of the universe, he's not far. He's always there. And sometimes when life just keeps going and throwing things at you, he can feel really, really far away. And I think building that personal strong relationship It won't get rid of the things that you're stressed about. It won't get rid of your anxieties, but it will make you feel closer to God and not as alone because I know for me, when I go through anxiety, I feel so alone. No matter who's reaching out, no matter who's talking to me, no matter who I'm talking to, I still feel alone and having that relationship with God 100% makes me feel less alone
1: yeah, it gives you a peace that right. you can't explain. You know, mm-hmm. There's a verse in the Bible that you know describes this overwhelming sense of peace that God gives you when you turn to Him. And it's so true, and it's so important for us to understand that we can access that when we come to Him. And like you said, you write down your prayers. I sit at my table, and I look outside, and I just kind of look at nature, and that connects me with God. And I start talking to Him and praying to Him, and just spilling out my heart and everything going on in my life. And even if I didn't get anywhere with my prayer, even if he didn't speak to me like directly, like I can't, I couldn't, you know, he doesn't speak to us like a person does sometimes. Um, I just feel this overwhelming sense of like, I'm okay right now. God is with me and I'm okay and I'm going to get through it. It doesn't fix the issue like Caitlin said, you know, you kind of have to work through that with God, um, but it eases you, it gives you peace, Um, your worries are lessened so Mm -hmm. much, your load is lessened, you feel like a burden is off your Mm -hmm. shoulders when you give it to him and you talk to him and you also just rely on other people, you know, Mm -hmm. like other spiritual leaders in your life and you express it to them and they're like, hey, like I've dealt with this. It's so important to find people who have dealt with other things that you're dealing with or not other things, but the stuff you're dealing with Mm -hmm. right now. And they can really guide you and guide you to resources and passages and Mm -hmm. sermons and music. There's so much out there for you to um, dig deeper into when it comes to your faith.
0: Yeah, I mean, I agree, obviously, with everything she said. And I think one thing that I really related to when she was talking is how in the past I've kind of been angry at God, in a sense, like thinking... Why isn't this going away? Why isn't this changing? Why aren't you doing X, Y, and Z for me? Right. When in reality, just having that relationship with God will not take away earthly problems because that's natural. No matter how big of a believer you are, no matter how into faith or no matter how much you love God, you're still going to struggle. And so for me, it's taken me a while to realize, and I'm still realizing it, that God is not going to just take away your problems. He can guide you to people who can help. He can make you feel less alone. He can comfort you. He can guide you. But he's not ever going to take away the whole problem. And so I think that sometimes, I know for me personally, I can think like, well, he's obviously not really doing anything if I still right. have anxiety. but then I kind of look back and think, well, I got through that one anxious right. day. And how else could I have gotten through that if not for God? Yes. And so He's the burdens aren't going to be gone, but I don't have to carry them alone. Right. And he's always there to help me. And it might not be in the way that I think. Like, it yeah. might not be in the way that I want him to help me. But that doesn't make his help and his grace any less.
1: And his grace and comfort is perfect. Right. It's exactly what we need, even if we don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And when you were talking about that, it just kind of reminded me of Paul in the mm-hmm. Bible and how long he spent in prison and in so many horrible situations where he probably thought God was abandoning him. And there are probably times where he struggled with his faith. I'm sure, like, I know there are. And for him to look back on his life and to realize how much he overcame with God by his side... Like if he can overcome that, we can over the ob- we can overcome the obstacles in our life. And mm-hmm. I think just looking at the stories in the Bible and realizing, like, wow, they went through so much. Like I-, I know God will get me through so much.
0: Right. So basically, to kind of bring all of this back to the reason why we decided to make this podcast. Yeah. And Maddie and I have talked previously about kind of wanting to do more to share our beliefs and our thoughts and our opinions and to hopefully dive deeper into hard conversations that we all as Christians or just as people struggle with. And so we decided that the best format to share those thoughts and opinions and would be a podcast. And so we really hope that this podcast just comforts you a little bit and gives you a little bit of hope that you're not alone and that there are other people that are going through the same things. And we hope that it can encourage you to reach out to your friends or your family or someone you trust in your church or just in your life and have these conversations because, you know, they can be difficult. It's not easy to talk about anxiety. It's not easy to be open and raw, but we hope that we can inspire you to, you know, talk about anxiety more and be more open and
1: just yeah (laughs) I think just to bounce off of that like it took us a while to talk about this stuff Mm -hmm. and it's okay to make baby steps when it comes to talking with other people about hard stuff Mm -hmm. and you know it wasn't overnight that we talked about everything we talked about all of our struggles and everything that we deal with and if you don't have a deep connection with someone to be able to talk about stuff like this I encourage you to find someone and just Start talking about those things, because it can only start somewhere, you know? It starts with those baby steps, like I said. And if you ever need someone to talk to, we're here. So reach out to us, and we can be a source um, of guidance for you. Um, Again, we don't have all the answers, but we're here to help, and we Mm -hmm. want to inspire and encourage, and I think that's our main goal. Mm -hmm. And just like the beginning said, to spread hope, faith, and joy, so... Yeah, that's just kind of our
0: mission. Yeah, our
1: mission. Mm -hmm. So
0: So to finish all of this up, we just want to say thank you so much for listening and sitting here and, you know.
1: Spending this time with us. Right, exactly.
0: And we hope that this has made you feel a little bit less alone. And we also want you to know that both of us are here for you always. If you related to anything in this podcast or you wanted to share anything with us we're always here you can Mm -hmm. reach out on our social media
1: feel free to reach out to us and just start a conversation with us because we want to hear from you guys and we also want to hear what you want to um have us talk about and just ideas for the future so
0: yeah so again thank you so much for listening um we hope to do more with this in the future and to grow so share with your friends if you like this and yeah yeah Bye, guys. Bye.